This episode contains triggering conversation that some audiences may find disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to Everything and the Gym Podcast. This is an interview episode. Hello, hello! Welcome back to Everything and the Gym. You have two hosts for this episode, Dio and myself, Shelby. If you have not already, go back and listen to part one of Weston Clark's episode, and we'll see you back at part two when you're finished. If you have already listened, thank you for coming back for part two. It was like a Joe Rogan length one. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> you've told me some of the stories, but I want you to tell her and the yep. listeners what is the some of the craziest experiences you've had in life. And I'm, I want you to at least give oh, two man. of your craziest experiences. <laughs> um, how weird do we want to get? The weirder the better. It has mm, to be I don't know about that. Okay, maybe not that weird. Okay. Because I gotta think. Because I can get I can get weird. All right. Oh, we're going. Okay. Right. Biscuits and gravy. Okay. So. Three. You have to have three. I have to I have want three. two. You want two? Okay, I can do two. But okay. The third one, you have to do the one with the when you were in the dorms. Do you want two or three? In the dorms. With the mask? Uh, maybe. Oh no, that I know one. which one you're talking yeah, that about. One. Oh, we're getting spiritual. That <laughs> I want that spiritual. Okay, that one's good. Do they all need to be like that? No. They, okay. They, cool. They don't cool, have cool, to be. Cool. Okay. So me and my buddy came. You know, good Christian boys, we don't drink, we don't smoke, we don't party, you know, just not about that life. And if you are, it's fine. I'm not trying, it's just not me. Yeah. You know, my thing, it was pound a, a bang or a rain at like two in the morning and just <laughs> see what the night happened. You know? <laughs> you know, my ADHD with his legal blindness, we got into some weird stuff. But <laughs> he's not actually legally blind, he's just close. Love you, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, we would go walk around downtown San Angelo by ourselves. And yeah. we would just walk around. This like The sketchier the area, the better. And so we're walking by. And I can't remember what store we were outside of. I think it's on the corner of Tuig and another one. <laughs> anyway, and there was this, there was, there's a bench there. I'm about to knock this whole thing over, yo. We good? Still good? Cool. <laughs> anyway, and there's like, there's a, a bench outside the store. And we saw someone like sitting like this, like leaning on their knees. Yeah. Over. And I thought it was a statue. Okay, so I start to walk closer to it because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and as I get closer, <laughs> it's a person. And I found that out. By them reaching out going, Buenos noches! <laughs> at 2 a.m. It's flipping dark outside. Okay. Huh? He's supposed to see more. But he said, Buenos noches. And I'm telling you, I have not nearly peed myself more than in that moment. <laughs> nor have I been closer to punching a homeless man. <laughs> out of my own ignorance. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I walked up on that guy. Yeah. You know, and he just, Marlos Noches! Oh, dude, scared the mess out of me. <laughs> scared the mess out of me. Okay, that's one. This feels pretty tame. Feels yeah, pretty tame, and let's see. It's, it's tame. Yeah, it's the craziest <laughs> one is yeah, the one at the start. The yeah, craziest one is the one. Okay, I wouldn't even say it's the craziest. I think I have crazier. Okay, then we might have to do If I told you about the Starbucks at 5 a.m. in the middle of nowhere. Uh, was that with the group of friends? Yeah. Yeah. You told mm, me that's a good one. Do you think the other one's crazier? Do you think the dorm one's crazier? 
I think the normal one might be a little crazier. I think it is because it's like... Okay, anyway. No, I don't know. Now we're I don't just know. being rude. We're talking about it, and then we're not talking about it. Both okay. of them are equally as crazy because... Okay, I'm only going to... Ah, now I feel like I have to tell both. Okay, so we'll talk about the Starbucks one. Okay. First off, spiritual realm, real. Demons, angels, all of that, extremely real. And I know this because I've seen it like you're sitting in front of me. Yeah. Like with my... Have I told you this before? No, you haven't. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting real weird. Okay, so there was one night. Um, there was actually one morning. So... Uh, a buddy of mine needed to go to the airport. He was flying home. And this was all I was at Bible school, okay? And uh, so we all, me, my roommate Bryson, this guy, and his friend, we all get up and we're going to the airport. It's early, okay? And Starbucks opens at like 5 a.m. And he knows this because he's a barista at the time at Starbucks. Yeah. And so we pull in. And for some reason, it's always like a Starbucks and a T-Mobile in Dallas. Like they're like right next to each other. And so, but, like, there's literally, like, nothing around us except for this Starbucks and this T-Mobile and then, like, nothing else on our way to the airport. Which sounds weird because Dallas is, like, everything everywhere, you know? Yeah. But for some reason, it's only the Starbucks and only this T-Mobile and it's the only two things lit up at this point at 5 a.m. Cool. So it's, like, 5.04 or whatever and the Starbucks is barely open. And so we pull in and it's my vehicle and one other vehicle that we can only assume is the workers because that's the only two vehicles there. We walk in, and we all make our drink order, and we realize that there's somebody sitting in the corner of the Starbucks. And it's this older guy, I would say a white guy, you know, I would say he's Caucasian, uh-huh. you know, he's of Viking descent, if you get what I'm saying. Uh-huh. He's a white guy. <laughs> and he's got, like, realtor books, like, like all spread out in front of him. Like, like, he, like he had been there for a while. <laughs> okay, so there's this guy sitting in the corner of the Starbucks like he had been there for a while. The Starbucks yeah. at this point maybe been open 10 minutes. Not enough for you to be like, I've been studying here for like an hour. But that's what it looked like. Yeah. And so we get our drinks and my my buddies is wrong because he's a coffee snob. First off, you can't be a coffee snob if you're getting mad at the fact that Starbucks messed up your order. <laughs> Starbucks is the fast food of coffee. Okay, yeah. like if you're going to be a coffee snob, go local. Just saying. That's just facts. Also yeah. support local business. Hello. Yeah. Bearded barista. Huh. And so we order our drinks and his is wrong. And while we're fixing it, this guy this guy walks up to us. Now, my size, right, I'm aware that I'm a bigger guy, okay? But at this time in life, I was not. Okay. I was six foot already, but I was like six foot like one ninety, uh-huh. maybe. I was a smaller guy. I did keto. I I did keto right after high school and went from 190 to 175. And I was like, no muscle. It was terrible. I looked like a prisoner of war. (laughs) I looked like a POW. Uh, I probably do if I like really looked at it. Anyway, and so we, this guy comes up and starts talking to us and he's telling us all about this book that he's reading, this real estate book and everything. And we're just like, okay like we're just trying to get this dude to his flight on time so michael's up there this guy michael is up there and he's you know telling basically telling this barista how to make his order and we all didn't realize it but on the back of his shirt was lyrics to a worship song and he goes oh y'all are christians and we're like yeah like we go to a bible school here in here in dallas and he goes oh okay and then starts speaking in spanish uh, no Spanish, bro. Like, yeah. Uh, I took a couple years in high school. No Spanish here. Neither 
two other ones, Bryson and then the girl that was with us, no Spanish. Michael, on the other hand, by the way, is from Maryland. He is whiter than I am and has bleach blonde spiky hair. Fluent in Spanish. Pursued it on his own. Loves the language. Fluent in Spanish. Michael's the only one who knows what he's saying. And so this guy's doing all these crazy theatrics, right? Talking, you know, way up here, going out here, going out here. And finally, he slams his fist on the ground uh-huh. with his head down. Well, right when he did that, my gut was like, something's wrong. And he looks up and his eyes were nothing. It's not, they weren't black. Because like black is something, right? Like you see like, like, like a black stove or something like yeah. that. Like that's something. But this was like, it wasn't like his eyes were black like you see in the movies. It was like you were staring into nothingness. That's crazy. In his eyes. And he didn't have that before. He had just like normal eyes before. But he looks up and his eyes were nothing. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So I start doing what I know what to do, which is speaking in tongues. Uh-huh. Okay. Very spiritual person. Holy Spirit gives gifts. If you want to get into more of that, we can. <laughs> but I start speaking in tongues. My buddy, uh, no, my, the girl that was with us, Morgan, she starts speaking in tongues. My buddy Bryson just starts screaming worship music at this guy. Hands up in the air, just yelling it. And me and Morgan, I shut just, we look like freaks, bro. Straight up freaks. Michael is frozen. Just like, just like dead stiff. And the, and the poor barista must have been freaking out because, like, first off, this dude starts speaking in Spanish and being super theatric. He slams his fist on the ground. We all freak out and start screaming in another language. Both of us aren't saying the same thing. My buddy Bryson is just hands in the air screaming worship music at this guy, and Michael is dead stiff. Well, this guy leaves all this stuff and f- runs out of the building, just runs. And we're like... First off, all of us, obviously, all of us got the same gut check. So I'm like, yo, you felt it. You saw it. Well, technically saw the lack of it. <laughs> like, yeah. there were no, it's like looking into pure evil, essentially is what it was. And so Bryson was like, I saw it. Morgan was like, I saw it. And I'm definitely like, oh, I saw it. Well, Michael starts to tell us that he's quoting this certain scripture. That at the end of the scripture, it says, and in the end, all will claim the name of Jesus. What this guy said was, in the end, all will claim the name of the devil. But he didn't say El Diablo. He said something else. He said, like, another name. I think he said, like, the equivalent of Satan or something like that. But that's when he slammed his fist on the ground. That's whenever he says that in Spanish. Well, Michael's the only one that knows what he says. The rest of us have no idea. But whenever we noticed that we looked up and his eyes were just, like, gone. Yeah. We knew something was off. And then all of us were like, we need to, like, go for this. And so we just start screaming at him in tongues, and he he runs. And, yeah, no doubt that that dude was actually a demon. That's Not, bad. like, demon-possessed, like a demon. Yeah. Considering, like, we walk in, it's, like, 507, 508, and he's already there and had been there for a while. It was like he was waiting on us. I feel like that's something you'd see in, like, a TV show. 100%. You ever seen yeah. The Fairies? No. Oh, that's watching. a good one. No. Have you ever seen Supernatural? Uh, yeah, Jake okay. loves Supernatural. So, so, in Supernatural, whenever the demons, like, their eyes go, like, black. Yeah. Okay, so think about that. But, you know, there's, like, a little bit of, like, a reflection and stuff. Yeah. And it's not like, oh, they're black eyes. But, like, think about that, but, like, empty. Yeah. That's what we saw. That's why. 
you do like nefarious. It's it, it's nefarious. It's wild. It's dude. it's such. It really is like. It's both like a wake up call to the, the realness of it, but yeah. it also is just like when you watch it, you're just, you're just like in shock. When I the first time I watched, I couldn't stop watching. Like if, usually yeah. you would get tired watching a movie, I but I was just like this. I was just like, like okay. First time I watched nefarious, I fell asleep. You fall asleep a lot through when we go to movies, though. Did I fall asleep during whenever you and I went to a movie. During Love and Thunder, I didn't fall asleep. Because we were rich. true bros. Right <laughs> when me and Cade went and saw, well, granted, okay, so me and Cade went and saw the Spider-Man into the Multiverse, the second one. Comfortable falling asleep early. No, it's because you and I went in like the middle of the day on a Saturday, <laughs> and me and Cade went. At, the movie started After at eight workout. p.m. on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I've been up since four a.m. Like. <laughs> I'm going to sleep in the heated, comfy recliner. Yeah. So nice. So, uh, on the gifts part, because I remember back whenever we did uh, Keenan's, uh, one of his, whenever they talked about speaking in tongues, yeah. I did see a TikTok that talked about the difference, uh, the differing gifts out yeah. there, but yeah, can you explain, like... TikTok breachers. Yes. There, there, there's a lot of them. You got some wild ones out there. <laughs> there. I've, I always pray for discernment when I'm looking at it. Like, I honestly yeah, do yeah. kind of like purposely Okay, them. so discernment, that's a yeah. gift. So yeah. in, that, in that moment, whenever his hand hits the floor, we don't know what's being said and our gut gets checked. That's what I mean. Like that, That's the discernment that mm-hmm. we're talking yeah. about. It's just like a, it's an inner, it's not knowing, it's knowing. It's mm-hmm. not weird with me. Yeah, you have times. discernment. Yeah. You have crazy discernment. <laughs> Yeah, that's another way. It's like um, it's being like able a, to recognize that something's going on with, yeah. with anyone. Like yeah. when, like okay, so like if you've ever gotten a sticker from Shelby, and you're like, I needed this sticker in this moment right now, that's that's essentially. I'm just gonna be real. That's Holy Spirit using her to get through to mm-hmm. you, whether you and her recognize. That was one of our first big conversations. It was. We had, and it I was. was like, and I was just like, hey, I don't know if you believe in this or not, yeah. but like Holy Spirit's using you to bless people, and like that's just that. And she's just like, okay. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> But have, y'all, have y'all had a talk about the stuff we talked about yet? No. Okay, we can get into that later. <laughs> this is this is cool. I'm enjoying this. Yeah. Okay, so we this have is usually the, how our conversations start. Like yeah. we start like being funny. We talk about the gym, and it's just like so. Let's no, dude, it's, it's so. I, I will never forget. Oh, Jesus! Never like, forget the conversation me and him had on the treadmill because he was there for like 30, 40 minutes. We were just talking. Yeah. And like, I don't even know what what brought it on. We were just joking around, and then all of a sudden. You just start. You just start talking about like his spiritual experiences, um, talking about the church, talking about work, all that stuff. We just went on such I've a had, deep I've had conversation. Quite a few demonic experiences. I've never had an angelic one. I know they're real because I've okay. I have. I haven't seen one. I've heard one. I'll tell that one at the end so we can end on a happy note. Okay. That one's really cool. That one's like, oh, that's awesome. Why can't I have that? You know? Because yeah. it wasn't one. I had. it wasn't. Well, you'll see. You'll see. It, it's cool. Okay, so let's get into this next one. Wait, wait, you had a question. I was going to say... The difference in tongues? Okay, so there's prayer language tongues, mm-hmm. right? So that's what me and her were doing. Like, that's you that's called. That? It's not a learning. I don't have no idea what I'm saying. My human brain is not... Like, I could literally be completely thinking about something I've heard else. it so many times. And all of that's church, just going. It's, 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 a, it's a completely unique prayer language to you between you and Holy Spirit. Uh, and that like, is something like, can, is that can, that is a honestly honestly here's the thing is that would be a completely separate podcast because yeah. I could take two hours of that yeah it's just so explaining that and then honestly like being like wow. let's let's debunk some stuff yeah you know well we'll have you back for another episode <laughs> 
Maybe the next one we'll talk about the gym. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but so, so there's that one. There's also the, the gift of tongues with interpretation. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that one is a corporate thing. So the first one is the prayer language one. That's a personal thing. Okay, so that's just between you and God. And that's all, that you and Holy Spirit, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, same thing. Trinity, three in one, you know. Um, if you want a really good resemblance of the three in one thing, you watch The Shack. That is a hard movie to watch. Hard, dude. As a, I have not watched it as a parent for a reason. Yeah. Have you seen I it? I think, no, I haven't seen it, but I've heard things. Or I, I remember when it came out, yeah. hearing things dude, about it. That is not one I have not watched as a parent on purpose because I, I honestly don't know if I would make it through it. Yeah. Nine, one, go. If you need a good cry, you Maybe. need to let out some emotions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just think about middle school. No, 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 no. Watch Game Plan by Dwayne Johnson. That's a stupid movie. Um, <laughs> Thinnaman? I'm allergic to Thinnaman! It's my favorite part. Of course it would be. Rebels. Boston Rebels! It's like auditioning for the Game Plan too. Right here. <laughs> I could be the iceberg. <laughs> Give us your best smolder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Wait, maybe this side. Hold on. <laughs> you better use yeah, that. You, you, you have to use that. You got the eyebrow? <laughs> Can you smell? Can you smell all the rocks? Anyway. And then there, there's the corporate, I'm going back, the corporate interpretation of tongues where somebody is given what to say, you know, and then somebody else hears them like they're speaking English. Mm. Everybody else is so confused. Everybody else is like, that's absolute gibberish. Yeah. And then somebody else is like, that's a word from God for the congregation, and I know what he said. And then they stand up and they give the interpretation. And that's often used to prove that, like, God's in the room. Yeah. If it's, it's, not, if it's not already obvious. I've heard so that's, speak in that's, a lot, and there's a lot of members from YA that do it, too. That is, that is, like, the two, like, people will be like, speaking in tongues over the microphone is wrong, speaking in tongues, whatever, whatever, hippity hoopla, whatever. They, they'll, they'll, they'll tell you every which way that speaking in tongues is wrong, but it's literally in the Bible. Like Paul says, I speak in tongues more than everyone, and I don't do it enough. It is for everyone. Some people say it's not for me. Some people say God just hasn't given it to me yet, which which is technically true. But it's for everyone, it, it, and that's the whole point of that thing. Is like God hasn't given it to you yet. Keep pressing in for it. But it is for everyone. And honestly, it is just one of those things that like when I'm feeling anxious or when I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling like everything's burying me and stuff like that, that's like my go-to thing is I get in my car and I, that's just all I do. That's interesting. And it like, yeah. it like legitimate, because it really is. It is a conversation where I don't know what I'm saying, but at the end of it, I'm ministered back to from God. And oftentimes... I'm gonna keep going. And yeah. oftentimes, when speaking in tongues, it's, it's it's often used whenever you don't know what to pray. Mm. You, there's something going on. You need to pray, and you just don't know what to. That's my go-to as well. 
like I need to pray for somebody and I don't know what to pray. I speak in tongues, the Lord gives it to me, and then we go. I don't think I've ever heard anybody speak it's weird. in tongues. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's weird. very different. I'm yeah. honest. It's weird, but here's the thing. Holy Spirit's not weird. People are weird. Yeah. That's what I people get wrong. And I get it. That stuff, it, it's out there. I got I, you're not going to be able to tell me that it's not. I know yeah. it's out there. But this is stuff that you cannot... You can't give me to change my mind on it. One, because it's too personal. Two, I've seen this stuff literally used... I've seen healings happening right in front of my eyes. I've seen demons get cast out of people. I've been a part of demons being cast out of people. And it's not anything I'm doing. It's all God just touching people's lives. I mean, that, that's it. It's the power of God and that's it, you know? And... I've also been around when it's manufactured, and I won't stand for it. I really won't. Yeah. There's the whole thing of people um, falling out. That's what people talk about. People lay hands on people. They fall out. People are like, it's fake. It's not. It gets faked for people to seem more spiritual. And at Seaf and I, one time, somebody put their hand on my head. The pastor put his hand on my head. And his ministry crew, the people catching, told me to fall because it was on camera. I leaned back and told him no. And I stood there by myself. Wow not doing it yeah I will not fake it you should look up watch the movie uh, Christian Revolution on Netflix it is just you, you won't you won't catch me faking it if yeah. I go down I go down and I have I had a lot of that happening a couple of months a couple yeah, weeks back you yeah. told me yeah. it's crazy it was so it, I'm telling it's you real. It was, and like, you can't here's the thing is, is with that with that specifically it's one of those things where you can't explain to people how real it is unless they've experienced it themselves like i know right now you're thinking yeah that's weird it's way over my head that's fake yeah and and it looks fake it looks like people are just flopping on the floor it really does and some people do yeah and that's wrong and those people are wrong for that some pastors out there some people doing ministry will fake it they'll push you i've I've been pushed before i've pushed back the guy put his hand on my head he started pushing and i thrusted my head forward against his hand you're not going to push me down yeah. I'm not going down. It's not happening. I've been pushed down before. I was caught off guard. I was worshiping with my eyes closed. And it was a, unfortunately, it was a um, professor at CFNI was running around. And there were some people going down for real. She touched me and I, she pushed me onto the floor. I got up, grabbed my backpack and walked out. In the middle of the class. I will not think it. Yeah. It's too precious. It's cool to hear, though. It is. Like, because it's new to me. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. I watched an old, this uh, This was really cool. We had a, uh, uh, a whole week called the Healing Conference. It, it, it is, it's my knee, dude. It is, it is, it is, for real. <laughs> it is, it is prayed over and it is like interceded for by people around the globe for this week of healing that happens every year. And this old lady, I mean like like old lady, walked in with a cane and I watched her throw the cane away and sprint around the room. Wow. It is a big room. Yeah. Literally, steps and all, threw the cane down, ran down the steps, ran around the room for the first time in 30 years. She was like 70 something. And I, I, there are stories of other people witnessing limbs growing out. 
like like somebody doesn't have this portion of their arm and they've seen it grow out. I want to see that. Yeah. That there sounds is. fake. It sounds fake. And I know it does. Uh, believe me. I know I sound crazy. I've seen, not that part, but I've seen other things that make me believe that's true. The preacher that was there that night, whenever they were doing those, yeah. he, he was talking about like, he, he recommended a book that also goes into depth about different things and experiences that... It was a bug. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, that you would be like, if you read the book, you'd be like, no, this is all crazy stuff. But yeah. like, even being there, it's like, that is something I did think about. I was like, what about something like that? Like, cause there's a, there's a, pre, there's a guy doing Dude, ministry yeah. he was doing, he was preaching and he was limbless, no limbs whatsoever, no arms, yeah. no legs, just on the table, just doing preaching. And he's like, what, do I believe I could be healed? Yes. Do I believe that's what he's going to do? Probably not. It's like, because this is probably the ministry I have to do. Like I, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. But, it's but like, here's the thing is, is it, I, I need to interject real quick go because God does not cause you to lose limbs so he can mm-hmm. use you to preach. God uses you losing limbs to preach about it. Mm-hmm. He, he turns a bad situation good. He does not cause bad situations. Mm-hmm. God is good and only does good. What happens is, is people say that situation happened because God is wanting to do I something to different. That's crap. Mm-hmm. God, all he does is take a crappy situation and turn it good for you and everybody around you. But he will not cause your house to burn down. He won't cause a family member to die. He won't cause sickness to get your attention. He won't cause financial failure to get your attention. He doesn't need your attention. But he wants it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, you need to give him your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you don't, <laughs> where else is it going to go except for things of this world? And that's going to wreck you way more. But I, I had to interject real quick because no, yeah, yeah, I'm it, glad it, it, it was too like you weren't saying that. Yeah, I didn't. Could, I, could, I knew it, but no, I didn't. Say it could it. be perceived as that. Yeah. So I just had to like be like, oh, hold on. I used to because that's like a I, misconception. That's a misconception that God causes bad things to happen to get your attention. It's crap. Mm-hmm. It is crap. If that bad thing causes you to get to, for you to get for him to get your attention, that's great. But he's not going to cause mm-hmm. something bad in your life to happen. To get your attention, I used to say that too much. It's like, I that's that was my go-to because that's what I yeah. thought, and then I brought it up to him, and then he he corrected me. He he, he or not corrected me. He educated me on that, and so like he now, was corrected. Trying to make you corrected me. No, I'm um, I'm more than fine with being looked at as somebody who corrects people. Yeah, I'm not like, going to let it, you it walk around with a false image of God. That's mm-hmm. not it's that that would be wrong of me for you yeah. to do that as my friend. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tell us your other ex- crazy experience. <clears throat> okay. experience. So we're done with all that other stuff? I think so. I, I think guess so. Okay, anyway. So, uh, Sif and I, I am, uh, this is my third semester, okay? This is like like right when we get there. Yeah. Okay? So one thing you have to know about Sif and I is that, yes, very spiritual stuff like this happens all the time, like demonic stuff, angelic stuff, healings, demon possessions, demon cast out, like stuff like that happens all the time. So, for like three months straight, I would have like these really crazy, vivid sleep paralysis dreams. Like, terrifyingly vivid. And I remember in those dreams feeling fear. Like, I'm scared right now. And sometimes I would just wake up in my bed in the dream and I would just like not be able to move or not be able to talk. So I would try to just breathe really heavy and really loudly to try to wake up one of my roommates. It never works. (laughs) But that's what I would try to do. And then eventually I would just wake up. Some of them I would be like standing in a really long line and I can't move, I can't talk, and the person in front of me is just walking, everybody behind me is getting held up because I can't, I can't do anything. Yeah. 
those were the two most common ones. There was one like I was sitting in a car and I couldn't move at a red light or I was driving and I couldn't turn the wheel and there was something coming up and stuff like that and I would wake up right before it crashes and stuff like that. But just crazy vivid sleep paralysis dreams. And so, and I would always wake up at 2 a.m. 2 a.m. on the dot. Every time I had one of these dreams, 2 a.m., I'd wake up, look at my phone, 2 a.m. It was wild. I knew something was up. Too many, like, it's the same type of dream, often the same dreams, 2 a.m., multiple times a week for months. And so, there was one night, um, I, I, I'm having one of these dreams, and I'm laying there, and I'm looking up at my ceiling, and I can't move. And then I'm like, I'm just going to try and I'm, I'm able to move, but I can only move one way. I can only move this way. So the way the room was set up, right? So my bed's here. There's like a loft area, like hangout area here. There's a roommate here and then a roommate here. So this was the roommate that passed away. This is one from Brazil, okay? Just a roommate that got stuck in our room. He's a great guy. Love him. His name's Vitor. He's fantastic. But so I'm here. He's here. He's here. Okay, so I'm sleeping with my head right here. Okay, so there's like a wall that's like separating me from my friend. So I'm, I'm laying there like this. And I can uh, suddenly, I can only move my head to the left. So I look over, okay. So I'm there. I look over. And just like I'm standing at Dio, there is a figure, like a black cloud, looking like a human figure, about my build, my height, with red eyes, that's it. No face, just red eyes staring at me. That's creepy. <laughs> I wake up. I wake up. I'm looking up in the air. I'm aware that I'm awake. It's not like, oh, I went back to sleep in my dream. No. I'm awake. Like, real. And I'm like, okay, that was crazy. Look over, still there. And I'm like, cool. There is a demon in my room staring at me. Well, we are instructed and we are taught how to deal with such things, right? So one of the things you do, one of the things that demons look for is power, right? They're power hungry because their power was stripped from them when Jesus died. So we gave, we gave so Satan had power and authority. Authority is nothing without power. Power is nothing without authority. You have to have both, right? And so um, when, when, when humans sinned, we gave Satan both power and authority over the earth, right? When Jesus died, he stripped him of both. Actually, if you go back into the original text, the word used translates to stripped naked of his power and his authority, and it was restored back to us through Holy Spirit. That's how we have both power and authority over the earth. We're taught all that, right? So we are fully aware that as humans, we are in full authority over demons. But they also instruct us that whenever you see one, to turn your back to it so it knows its place. So that's what I do. So I look over, I see it, it's looking at me in the eyes, it's staring at me, ha you blinked, you know, Paul Black walk up. I literally roll over, I turn my back to it, and I'm just like, okay, Lord, what's next? And he was like, just stay here. So I did. And I'm just like, you just let me know. Um, I'm ready to roll. I roll over, and I am, get out of my room, like screaming at 2 a.m., 2 a.m., on the dot, yeah. I checked screaming at it to get out of my room. Like, in the name of Jesus, you don't belong here. You have no power. You have no authority here. You have been here for too dang long. It's time for you to leave. I'm on the fourth floor. We have a back balcony. 
it phases through the door. Like I literally like it walks, phases through the door and leaves. And I just spend the next few minutes, like 10, 15 ish minutes, just worshiping God, just like thanking him for what happened. You know, nobody woke up. My roommates didn't wake up, nothing. And I am screaming like, like, like someone had to have woken up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, the, the, the it's like you demon, were yeah. in a different universe. Exactly. Almost. Yeah. But I wasn't. Yeah. And so I, I go back to sleep and the next morning I'm just like, hey guys, I'm really sorry if I woke you up last night. Here's what happened. And I lay out the whole story. My room, Josh is like, that's crazy. Like, what the heck? Like, I didn't even hear you. Like, obviously God wanted yeah. us to stay asleep. Like, you had it. Like, you didn't need us and everything. And I was like, God had it is what happened. But Vitor starts to get a little bit teary-eyed. And I'm like, are you good? Like, are you okay? Is this like your first experience with this? And he's like, no, no, no. You don't understand. For the last three months, I've had the same nightmare and woken up at 2.03 every night. Wow. And the same nightmare as he wakes up and Jason, like, murderer Jason, like, like, what is is the movie Halloween? Is Mm -hmm. that what it's called? Yeah, so the Halloween Jason is standing over him. He wakes up in his dream, goes to the bathroom, washes his face, sits up. Jason's behind him with a knife. He turns around. He's not there. Decides to go back to bed. There's a bloody knife laying on his bed. Oh, my goodness. These same nightmare for two months. And that night before, like that night before, he woke up every night also at 2.03. I wake up every night at 2 a.m. He wakes up every night at 2.03. That night was the first night in, in two months that he slept all night long with no with no nightmare. That's a, and that, that's just, that's, that's, it's wild. just wild. Yeah. And that's like, my craziest story. And like, whenever you told me that, I was just like sitting there like, I want to know, I want to know more of these stories. Cause like, like hearing them, I'm very like, obviously I would say I'm a very factual person. Yeah. And so like, I can see like, especially with this story, one, um, his, the, the friend having that connection of waking up at two or three, always having a nightmare. And the second that that happens with him, yeah. it goes away. I'm like, crazy. You dude. Can't, I like, didn't expect that. Like you can't, you can't deny yeah. that. And when, when he's always like, there's no, there's no, even if I wasn't there, like, I know that that's true. Not, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, and I know he won't lie. I got no reason. Yeah. You know, like this isn't, I didn't have another sleep paralysis dream. It wasn't like, Oh, he dreamed it. And he just yelled in his dream. No, it was real. And I know you can't, no, unless you've experienced it, I get it. And, and, and I understand that I do. And I probably sound crazy to a lot of people and I can live with that. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not going to lose sleep over somebody thinking I'm crazy because about I'm going to share about my crazy faith cute. and what I witnessed. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lose sleep over it. Yeah. But it's real. You know, and I, and I know my experience, it, it was very real. All I think that is. I think many months after that, there would be certain, because like there would be nights, so I, I toss and turn a lot in my sleep. Yeah. And after hearing his story, like it made me start to think, is this, may, like, is there something going on in my room that's making this happen? Because I've only ever had, I would say I've had three chilling experiences in my room. One was when I was watching Supernatural. It was the first time that I was watching Supernatural, and I was I love Supernatural. Um, I really liked it, but then like after a while, I just felt very convicted. I don't want to watch the show anymore. I was like, I just don't like it. I think now if I went back, I'd be I'd be all right. Yeah. But it's that first you, season that was just really getting at me. With, with Supernatural, you have to understand what real spiritual warfare looks like mm-hmm. before going into it, and also that how they depict angels, how they depict demons, how they depict God is just all wrong. Mm-hmm. And you have to take the show as a fictional thing as it yeah. is. But they also. What I enjoy about the show is one, I know it's fictional. One, I know you don't shoot 
demons with the freaking rock salt and they go away like that's crap they're not gonna you're not gonna keep them out by making a salt circle like that's stupid that's a bunch of honestly it's voodoo all that stuff the salt the salt circles whatever all that stuff it's voodoo and that that's where all that originates from it's not biblical but they also do it with every religion it's not just Mm. christianity it's not just angels demons and god they have they have they have hindu they have i mean you you name it they've got it in there and it makes fun of all of it. Makes fun. Tales of false. I mean, not makes fun. That's kind of a bad way to say it. But Just use this side. The, the first... We got it in the room. With that first experience, I, I don't know what episode I had finished off with. I think it was like the, the whole Bloody Mary thing. And it was like a couple episodes the first after one? that. Was it the first? I don't know. So at some point, I got no, through half, half the season of uh, season one. Um, I was walking back into my room. It was like late at night. It's probably like... Maybe like eleven ish or so. Yeah. And I don't know if I kicked the door or something <laughs> if something kicked the door. But other than closing the door, I just felt a chill. I felt an immense chill down my spine. And I I closed the door and I froze. I was like I was like, did I hit the door? Or just something else hit the door? Because I felt like something was rushing the door. And I don't know if it was that that freaked me out or just I got chills from whatever was over there. So I stopped and I was like, Okay. And normally I wouldn't ever do this because once something like that happens, the black person to me says, no. <laughs> says, I'm not going to investigate. I've seen this movie. So I was like, you know what? No. Like, I'm going to look. I open the door and I look. And I'm like, none. I'm like, all right. I went to sleep. Felt fine. And then. It's so challenging. Huh? Do it. I was like, yeah. Like, you know, do it. Whatever. Um, but now, there have been a few nights where I would be, the first couple minutes where I'm starting to fall asleep, I would get some chills. Because yeah. I usually face the wall whenever I fall asleep. I notice that when I do that, I naturally fall asleep a lot quicker. I think it's because I sleep on my right side or the light's not hitting me or whatever. Um, and so I would fall asleep pretty quick. But normally it would be like in a very deep rim kind of sleep where I immediately fall into like a deep, deep dream. But sometimes that dream would be like somewhat nightmarish. It'd be something creepy would come up into it. But it wouldn't be like horrendously scary. It would just be like something's there. I feel like it's a demon presence, and then I'm like, no, I'm going to wake up. Yeah. And then immediately, like, what I started to do now is, like, anytime that I wake up in the middle of the night, if I feel chills or un- in some way uncomfortable, I start praying. Good. And, like, I'll either be like, okay, God, whatever. Like, just I pray for yeah. deep sleep. I pray that yeah. whatever's going on, you tangle it. And I'll usually yeah. look over, and because I'm blind, I see blurry objects. So if I see <laughs> if I see my chair a little too close to my bed, I'm like, oh, it's just my chair. But... I've had some of those moments where I just yeah. get mint deep chills yeah. where I'm just like, I am either frozen in fear where I'm like, I don't want to turn around or I'm yeah. just like, whatever it is, I'm not going to look at it because I got the blood of Jesus on, my, on me. So That's right. I don't worry about nothing. Thanks, right? Because I have learned too, is like you, there, there's such spiritual warfare even just over your house. And that's exactly why I like a lot of people pray over their house, yeah. especially before not bed because at night is whenever they're more active. I know at my houses. Hmm? Like before I like... Before we start moving in, yeah, because I've been like this. Yeah. My, I'm in my second house now, and so when we first got married, whenever and they like officially like started we started moving in, I took oil and I rubbed it on all my door frames that would lead into the house. But yeah, and then I did it again with the second. That's why even now, like I now get what he was talking about. And I could feel it because I'm like I definitely felt there was something going on. Yeah. I was like, there's not about it, and I've seen that too. Well, I want to ask you. After all that, uh-huh. what is your biggest struggle right now? Uh, self-confidence, 100%, I would I'm say. Right there with them. 
it's wild to me for you. It's, it's self-confidence. Oh, please, the biggest showboaters are the ones that have the most self-confidence issues. Yeah. The people who are the loudest, the people that are the funniest, you always have to check on your high energetic friends. Like, that's just the truth. Because that's who, that's who I was whenever, like, in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, especially seventh grade, whenever I was struggling the most, around people, happy-go-lucky, high energy, uh, you know, like, that yeah. was me, you know, try to, you know, that's what I mean, it's just the truth. But I would definitely say self-confidence, especially walking into this next season of life, you know, going into be about to be a father of two, you know, I'm back to being um, the, the sole moneymaker in my house, and my wife went back to work after I lost my job at Crunch. The, um, even after I went back, she kept going because mm. I took the, the, I didn't go back in the afternoons anymore, and so. But she recently just stopped working, because you know we're about to have a baby, yeah. and she needs to be resting, and she wants to you know nest and get the house all ready and everything. Like that's what she said. She was, I need to go into nesting mode, and I'm like, cool, baby, do your thing, you know. So let me know what I need to lift. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, like I came home one day and we we had bought this uh, this dresser, and she had moved it from the living room to the our son's room by herself. It was huge. Monster. Yeah, it was a huge dresser. Just I was like, what is, what is wrong with you? And she goes, I just got really motivated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're six months pregnant. <laughs> this was a couple months ago. She's eight months pregnant. How now. tall is the dresser compared to her? Oh, man. Okay, so I'm, I'm six foot and it probably comes up. So we use it as a changing station. Now. Yeah. It probably comes up to here. Okay. My wife is 5'3". <laughs> And pregnant. Oh my goodness. She goes, I just got really motivated. And she almost had it in place if she hadn't gotten it stuck. She was trying to make a turn she couldn't make. She didn't clear enough room on the other side. And then, but the problem was is that she had started turning it and she had pinned herself in the room. So she couldn't climb over. She thought about it. She told me, she's like, I'm thinking about climbing. I thought about climbing over. And I was like, I would have been pretty upset. Did what if she, he fell? Did she wait until you got home? <laughs> I got home like five minutes later. Oh, okay. She got lucky is what happened. <laughs> and I said, back up. <laughs> I just pushed it. But, yeah, she's crazy. But I love her. She's a good she's crazy. Funny. She's the good crazy. She's like, she's like that crazy that, and that sounds really bad to say, like, oh, my wife's crazy. She's that good crazy. Like, when she gets hyper fixated on something, there's no stopping her. Yeah. Just but she's not like, she's not like, Where's your phone now? You know what I mean? She's not naggy. She's not that kind of crazy. Yeah. Crazy's not the right word, baby. I'm sorry. She's going <laughs> to listen to this when it comes out. I did not mean crazy. Crap. <laughs> like, you're looking at the mic. Like, like, I, I didn't mean crazy, I promise. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I, I just meant like, like, like the good crazy. You know what I mean? There is a good yeah. crazy. You know, I could be good crazy. She could be good crazy. I'm just like, she's going to just, she's going to get it. It's not me this time. She's going to get it done no matter what. And I'm like, you're like, I mean, it's a crazy thing to be six months pregnant and moving this giant dresser on your own. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, and that's what I mean. Yeah. She's that good crazy. <laughs> I love her very much. She's my world. That's good. So yeah, self-confidence. And then going into the whole being a youth pastor thing, like, you know, taking charge of my own team, you know, and taking and taking charge of like our, our youth ministry and stuff like that. Uh, it's just something I've had to like work on a lot recently is just being confident in myself that I can do it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that confidence just comes from I, I just got to keep turning back to him, which is what I've been doing, and it's it, it helps. Yeah. You know, and then you know, taking it easier on myself in the gym, you know, and giving myself that space to take it easier, has helped a lot because before. 
I would like take it easier and then I like my self confidence would like drop through the floor because I'm like, Oh, I didn't go today, I'm a piece of trash. But now it's like I didn't go today and that's okay. You know, I needed to rest anyway. So it's like that acceptance. Yeah. It's not like I didn't do anything. Yeah. I did my I did my work and then I I rested and you know, your body needs rest and recovery. Yeah. To operate at a hundred percent. I haven't been a hundred percent since like October twenty seventh of twenty twenty one. So what are you operating on? You're at like 85? Red Bull. 90. On a good day. <laughs> I would say like 90-ish on a good day. Yeah. What would on you, how much caffeine I've added. What would you recommend for people to, that are also struggling with self-confidence right now? Oh, man, just look to Jesus, bro. He's your identity. And, you know, a lot of times, I mean, self-confidence comes from a lack of identity. Mm. And identity is a big thing because most people don't have theirs, you know. And you you have to turn back to you. Have, you have to turn back to God every time. Your your identity has to be in Him, and that's yeah. and that's you let Him tell you who you are in Him, and He's your masterpiece. It said that. I mean, He literally thinks you're to die for, considering He died for you. Yeah. And so what, I mean, if that doesn't get you pumped up, I don't know what will. What is your greatest fear? Not measuring up to my potential. So what is your potential? And sharks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have no fear of sharks. I have a healthy fear of sharks called wisdom. Like maniacs with chainsaws. <laughs> and sharks. I actually don't have a fear of sharks. They just fear me. I'll punch you in the nose. They think that you want to see great white. Because <laughs> you're white. <laughs> you didn't get that? I'm the iceberg to you, young man. Oh, sorry. I'll make sure the Titanic uh, I don't, I don't around. Know, I don't know what my potential is. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's to do something great. Yeah. And I know that. So, what is On your... On most days. But it's, uh, uh, you know, it, not measuring up and then also not providing the type of life I know I can for my family. You know, we're, we're on this planet. We're called not to just survive. We're called to thrive while we're here. And I'm not, I'm not okay with just getting by. Mm. Yeah. That's why I work two jobs. I could technically, technically speaking, penny pinching, we could live off of what I make from the church. It would be tight. Yeah. It would be real tight. But I, but we could. Yeah. You know, there's, there's programs and stuff like that. Like, we were, we were food stamps for a little while in the beginning. And there's no shame in that, dude. Food stamps was one of the best freaking things in the world. Mm-hmm. I love food stamps. It was weird. We'd have so much groceries all the time. Like, nice stuff. You know, because, like, why not? Yeah. My son was not eating. At the time, because you know he's he was milk only, mm-hmm. and so it was just the two of us, and we got like a thousand a month for groceries. That's food awesome. stamps was nuts, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna be broke again getting food stamps. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're not providing the type of life I can for my like I know I can for my family, just through not measuring. Both of those go side, side go hand in hand, side by side. By not measuring up to my potential, I won't be able to provide the type of life I know I can. And, and what that looks like, I don't know. But it's not to just get by, and it's not to just make it in this world. It's to, it's to enjoy my time here, you know, and enjoy the things that's, that God has put on this world for us to enjoy. Mm-hmm. I want to travel. I want to see what God's created. I want to see the mountains. I want to see real trees, you know, not mesquite bushes like we have around here. But, like, I want to see, like, redwoods and giant sequoias, and I want to go, and I want to see Venice, you know, in Italy. You know, I want to go see... The Colosseum in Rome, you know? Yeah. It's things like that. Like, I'm, I'm dying to go see. There are places I don't want to go, you know? I don't want to go back to India. I've been there. Yeah. 
I don't want to go back. Matt? That's just not for me. What about the Mother Russia? You like to go no, to Russia? Be a vodka. I'm sure. You all you don't drink. I don't no. drink. We've already established this. <laughs> they what have, am I going to do? They, Look at it? They have wow. Water down. What a clear, they have what a clear liquid. They have bears. That's pretty cool. Burly men. I want to see a bear. bear. I would love to see a bear. Jake's seen a bear. I want to go back to Colorado. Yeah. I want to go to Colorado yeah. in the actual winter. But I would definitely say those, those are my answers. It's not like heights. I don't have a fear of heights. Yeah. I've box jumped on top of an eleven story. This sounds crazy. Okay, so I was on already on top. Okay, there was a there's an eleven story parking. Did you box jump? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: is I didn't jump obviously from the ground up on top, but okay. me and my friend went up. <laughs> like. We went up a stairwell to the top of this eleven story parking garage in Dallas. It splits Elm Street and Main Street. It's like right in the middle. And do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, with like the hexagon looking things all over it. It's 11 stories tall. At the top, there's like the concrete wall. And there's like probably one foot to one and a half foot square like columns. I box jumped on top of that. You're insane, dude. And just kind of stood over the floor. My glasses, my fake glasses I bought at Walmart fell off my face. (laughs) Over the ground. You're just like, yeah, this is... I don't... I used to have a fear of heights. And... I, I don't I don't allow yeah. myself to have that anymore. Just I've also been escorted out of the Sheraton downtown Dallas for trying to get on the roof. But because I had to use the restroom when we got on the top floor, we got caught by security. Oh. And he told me if I ever came back, uh, police would get would come get us. You should so I'm, I'm, banned. <laughs> I'm, I'm currently, probably not really, but as far as I know, banned from the Sheraton Hotel yeah. downtown Dallas. I don't think they'll know. I've been on the roof before. It's really cool up there. There's a helipad. It's dope. That's awesome. But I do not have a fear of heights. I'll yeah. climb like anything. So, what is your... Logical. You have to use wisdom, but... What is your, like, greatest achievement or, like, your proudest moment? Oh, man. Um, I mean, I'm a dad. It's a cliche. Holding my son for the first time. Um, my wife saying yes to me whenever I asked her to marry me, you know. Um, being able to get married as a virgin is, is a big one. It's a big one, you know, and and getting to to only know that part of life with one person is like, oh my gosh, I don't know how people do it, like, to be honest with you. I don't get it. The emotional connection, it just, it's too much. I will definitely say, like, they're, they're, I envy that in a lot of ways, because I I know that that's such a precious thing to to get to experience, and like, like, you still get to experience a lot of the same things, Mm -hmm. but it's like, it's just, it's just something different. Yeah. Well, and, and it's nice because that's something that my wife and I share. Mm-hmm. Like, that yeah. experience is something we both share. And so, that part of life, the two of us only know with each other. And yeah. that's, that is beautiful. Yeah. And it was, people don't believe me, but that's fine. Yeah, because that's, that doesn't happen. It's not happen. normal. Yeah. It's not normal. Yeah. And we're aware. But I also got married at 21, so I got married yeah. really young. I know. <laughs> but, um... Does that count as like greatest? Hey, whatever you want. It's like, does that like? No, like, you know, you're right. Suffice? That doesn't count. I'm not. I'm not satisfied. I need something better. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. But I mean, <laughs> I did the day near impossible. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> In a way, like if that's what you see as like your greatest. Yeah, dude. That's I mean, that's like, your greatest achievement. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm 24, and that's young, and I have a very beautiful, healthy baby boy and a very well, beautiful, healthy wife, and continue. I'll, I'll do it after. 
<laughs> do you need like something like I personally like like not including no, no, no. like get married young and have a baby young or my wife had a baby young? No, no. Any anything I anything you deem as your biggest accomplishment to you is your biggest accomplishment. Yeah. I'm not gonna be like no. Do you, you want have to, like you have to have met the president or something? Gym like accomplishment is that what I, you're well, gonna I, say? I, no, I was gonna say um, I don't know where I heard this from, but when you when we say that we're young, we never know. We don't really know our actual age when it come when you really think about it. It's 24. No. Hold on. Let me let me let me finish. So, we don't know the, the <laughs> um, we don't it's something from a book, I promise. I'm not crazy. You're about to get like all like extra lives on me and whatnot. Philosophical maybe. So, we have typically we have an age span most people live to maybe like 90 some to 100 120, right? So, God, I hope not. If they if they're like 20, <laughs> they're definitely young because that's the the their time span. Right. Now, let's say so, oh, are you about to say like okay, so like twenty four years, but I died when I'm twenty six, so I died. Later yeah, so then life. you're technically oh. you would be you would be technically old. Yeah. So you that's what I was saying. I was just okay. making so a, like a okay, so young in the grand scheme, I don't plan on dying anytime soon. I plan on living a very happy, long, healthy life. Mm-hmm. You know, I plan on deadlifting mm-hmm. until I'm ninety. Like that's, that's, that's <laughs> hey, I'll be right there with you. We'll have conversations. But long. so in in my plan of life, you know, I plan to see my great grandkids. You mm-hmm. know, like. I, yeah. As long as you know Jesus doesn't come back before then, if he does, even better. Awesome. But yeah, but it, I mean, I'm 24, so like mm-hmm. that's that's young, you know. Yeah. And, and anybody, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I was just making a joke. It was a good track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but. So, do you have questions? Yeah, I have one. I have a two for. So, what is the best lesson that you've ever learned? Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, okay. Um. When trying to make a difficult decision with your wife, you go with the strongest conviction. Mm. Elaborate. Yeah. So do you have an explanation? Like, a, like okay, so I'll give I'll give you one. This when me and my wife were dating. We were dating for about a month, but both of us knew we wanted to get married. Like we we knew, you know. And um, I wanted me and my friends. This was before Dio. Me and my friends wanted to do a bodybuilding show. Now my wife has one sister. And her two parents. She comes from a two, from a four person household, no brothers, and does not. I mean, she cares about the gym, but it's not like like the rest of us, you know. Those of us who are like a gym culture. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so for us, bodybuilding is a sport, very much so. You mm-hmm. train for it very hard. You know, mm-hmm. bodybuilders are athletes. I believe that through mm-hmm. and through. You know, because it's very difficult. You have yeah, to have a yeah. lot of discipline. Yep. You have to. You know, that, that you have to have that, and so. Um, you know, it's something I wanted to challenge myself with. Our friend group was going to challenge ourselves with and everything. And she had a problem with it. She had a problem with me being up there, you know, with my shirt off, flexing in front of people. And looking back on it, it's completely fair. You know, it, you know, we were, we were, we weren't just like dating just because we were dating, you know, like we were planning on getting married at some point, you know, we started dating in July of 2019 and we got married in October of 2020 you know we wanted to get married December of 2019 like that was our like we wouldn't be you know quick yeah and so anyway so we, we, we is like our first real fight was it was over whether we, I was gonna do this or not and uh, you know, she was like you need to go talk to somebody about this and I was like if I decide to do this I need you in my corner and she's like I don't know if I can I don't know if I can do that cause she just didn't like it and so I went to my dad and I was like, look, this is what's going on. Like, this is the, the conversation. And he was like, 
he was like, and, and you want to keep her happy, like, you want to stay with her and everything. And I was like, of course, like, I don't want this to be the end of the relationship. And he was like, and you're planning on, like, marrying her, right? And I was like, well, I'm not just dating to waste time. Like, I've done that before. No, thank you. You know, I've dated from a broken place and I, I hurt someone, you know, and that yeah. sucks. I hate the fact that I did that. And, uh, um, and he was like, okay, then this is like a marriage advice. He goes, when y'all are at a crossroads, you go with whoever has the stronger conviction. You go with whoever feels the strongest about it. And in that moment, it was her. Mm-hmm. And I knew yeah. that. And so I decided not to do it. And that is, I mean, that lesson is something I carry into. We don't really have, like, hard differing opinions on a lot of things. Like, we're pretty much, like, on the same agree page. Yeah, yeah. on the same page about pretty much everything. Yeah. And if not, then we hear each other out. And that, that's what we do. We go with the stronger conviction. And I would say, as far as, like, marriage-wise, that would be one of the best lessons I've ever learned. What about personal life? Personal life? I mean, that's the same thing. My marriage life is my personal life. <laughs> what? Uh, I, I'll ask this. What have you learned in yourself? Oh, okay. I guess I should phrase it like that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I mean, he's not wrong. That's not what I meant. You mean, like, like me that I apply to myself, yeah. like, on a daily yes. basis? Yes, yeah. Oh, um, I'm glad you you rephrased my question. Well, it's I it's oh, like on the outline. Perfect. Yeah. To respect myself. That's respect myself and like what I've been through, and not like belittle it to myself. Mm. Yeah. And like love myself. Yeah. But I would definitely say like beyond just loving myself, but like to like genuinely respect myself. Stop putting yourself in the box. Yeah, and like, yeah. like quit, quit people pleasing at your own expense, you know. Because I mean, that's that's a crying thing. I, I still do, you know. Is uh, I'll do whatever I can to help you, even if it means I, even if it means I break my own back, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've literally given somebody the shirt off my back before, and that's not to like make me look like any like great person. I drove home with no shirt on. In the he gave me his shirt once. That's true. I have. You're. I wasn't wearing it, but. Yeah, I think you and I talked about he's the person. Like oh, 100%. Anything, it's like, you know, you can call Weston. But I also think, also, I, like, I when you turn 21, carry a gun. This world's crazy. You never know what's going to happen. I do, yeah, that's true. I've been, I have been considering. Stay strapped, get clapped. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> <laughs> um, Even though I don't have it on me right now, and I feel like such a poser, because nah, I don't. Bro, you got these guns, dude. You're always anyway, I would definitely say that my my greatest life lesson that I've learned, and honestly, it's one that I've learned young, because I am young, but also like more recent, is that like I've got to like respect myself. Yeah. As a man, not just like as a person, but like as a man. Like I am married and I have a child. I'm a father to somebody. I can't go around moping around saying, "Oh, little old me." You know what I mean? Like yeah. like be real with your emotions, but like don't wimp out. You yeah. know, like there is a point where. Even with your emotions, you can be a man, yeah. you know, and, and that is not to just, you know, emotionally vomit on people. You don't wear your emotions on your sleeve. You get real with them with people you trust. I mean, that is a big deal is getting yeah. real with emotions about people you trust with people you trust. And it's not just blur them out to everybody who's just going to attend an ear. Otherwise, you're that guy who's just constantly talking about his problems or that girl. I don't mean to yeah. just, I mean, I can only talk from a man's perspective, but Constantly talking about your problems and not doing something about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about your problems, realize what's going on, make steps to make that better, and chase that. You know, chase to be better. Don't chase to be stagnant. 
quit looking for validation, quit walking around with the victim's mentality. I did that for years. It doesn't do anything. Yeah. Victim's mentality does nothing for you. Besides make you look like a wimp to everyone, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quit walking around offended. Get over it. You're special, but like, not to that person. Not to everybody. Yeah, like yeah. your opinion's not the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my thing is, the, the Bible is the bottom line. That, that, and that's what I choose to believe. And that's not the same thing for everyone, and I get that. That's fine. I wish that wasn't the case, but like, free yeah. will. That's the way it was created to be. It's free will. That's why bad things happen to good people. It's free will. It's not God. God can't just snap his fingers and make all bad go away. You also can't start marking, marking things off your list, because the next thing you know, you're the one on the list. You're the next thing. If you start taking all the bad out of the world, eventually you're next. Yeah. You can't do that. You know, you can't. The reason why bad things happen to good people is because of free will. And that's, it's also why good things happen to good people. You know, it's why good things happen yeah. sometimes. There is a, and then not everything is a thing. Sometimes things are just nothing. Somebody was mad at you, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's not like, oh, this is beef now. No, they're having a bad day. You never know what just happened. It's the narrative in your head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's that thing, uh, that video that that guy talked, that guy is like, you know, never contribute to malice, which you can just contribute to ignorance. Yeah. Some people just have their own life going on. Accept it. A lot it. of people have yeah, a lot everybody, going on. Everybody has their own <laughs> life going on. Your problems aren't the only thing happening in the world. They're the only thing happening in your world, and that's valid. Yeah. And there, you, you can't feel validated in that. You know, your problems do suck. Stuff just sucks sometimes. Bad things suck. But you can't just walk around just yelling at everybody, and you can't make everybody else turn to what makes you feel more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just can't. That's not how this all works, and that's that's one of my things that I get so frustrated about today's age is that today's day and age is that everybody just gets so offended about things, and I'm like, <laughs> pump the brakes, like, just like whoa, and then yeah. you know riots and stuff like that, like like you know the world like looks like it's crumbling down to its knees, you know, like it's terrifying out there sometimes, you know. But my thing is just like, yo, first off, take a breath, like you gotta yeah. calm down. Like just, and I'm not gonna tell somebody to calm down, but like, let's social media, breathe for a second. I think social dude. media elevates that a lot. Oh, oh yeah, no, they they, they oh. only focus on the bad. <laughs> and, yeah. Like you know, do <laughs> you know how much good stuff happens? Like you know those those TikToks where they record, they specifically will record someone doing an act of kindness, but yeah. people will frown on it because it's like, why didn't why did you record it? Like, well, because if yeah. you really look at it, how much good stuff is out there? If you're that afraid to seen. record, it's like yeah. it's just not seen. Like I'm, I love that there are creators out there that will do nice things and record it because they should at least show people how easy it is just to be nice. Yeah. How easy it is to it you can take pay much. for someone's food. You can take a homeless guy out to eat. You don't have to like be rude about and things. You can just do it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, 100%. it's like it's that 100%. Yeah. And also, kindliness is free. Exactly. Yeah. It costs you nothing to be nice. Offer someone a smile. So, let's do some first thing that come to mind questions. But I'm going to do it, like, you ask the first one and then we'll bounce back and forth. So I just have so, to say first thing that comes to mind. whatever the rapid fire questions, but like, first thing that comes to mind. So you start off the first one and then... Wait, am I doing rapid fire questions? You're asking... Or am I coming up with a random question and then he no. just give us an answer? The rapid fire Good questions, answers. but first thing that comes to mind. How do you know? <laughs> Okay, ready? Yeah. How much protein do you eat? I shoot for 200 grams. That's not a question. That's That's not... Okay. What? I stuttered. I have a stroke. I'm sorry. (laughs) You said... You said... (laughs) 
What, what, what were you? <laughs> That's what you get. That's what I get. What were you about to say? I don't know. I you said that's not an answer. I was like, that's not an answer because you said you you aim for it. I'm like, I didn't ask I for what aim you aim for. for. I, I asked what you eat. I'm I specific. aim for two hundred. I definitely don't eat less than so one fifty like, to one sixty. A whole chicken a day. No, dude, dude, it's hold on, out, homie. <laughs> homie can eat. <laughs> my dude. favorite, my favorite is by far my favorite source of protein is easily steak. Oh, and so I can, good. I can, I can put down some steak. I need to buy some steak and take it over so you can cook it. What what me and Dio and Destiny and Grace all went out to dinner. And um. I had, I got, <laughs> we went to Roadhouse and I finished my 16-ounce steak. So my pound of, of sirloin. Yeah. Before he finished his 11 ounce, and both I of the know. ladies finished their six ounces. He was he was eating, dude. Like and it's not it's not even on purpose. And like, oh, I just want to eat this. Really and you fast. had the fries too, right? Fries. He his plate was clean. It's not like, ooh, I I just want to eat this really fast because it's so good. I just eat and I just yeah. I, I talk the whole time. Not like while my mouth's Thanks. full. Yeah, I was just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying that if you see her and eat your protein, your muscles get really big. It's very nice. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> you have bigger muscles. You can have more emotions. More emotions to hide from your no, muscles. Man. I just, I just love steak. The most steak I've eaten in one sitting, I think, is thirty-ish ounces. <laughs> My goodness. Between twenty-seven and thirty, You're definitely insane. within three ounces of that. I shoot for fifty. I want fifty in one sitting. Wow, that's hard. That's and then a take. And, ache. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> Do you no. take pre-workout? No. Probably pre-workout is pain. And Jesus, he feels me. Pain <laughs> and Jesus. <laughs> First, let's go back. <laughs> Rewind. Favorite lifting exercise? I bet I know. Flat dumbbell press. What? Dang it, that was wrong. It's no longer deadlifts because I just, I don't do it. Them I said squat. See, I, I don't do either one of them consistently enough. For them to be like my favorite, but I do dumbbell press the most. Dang it! Out of all my lifts. What is your least favorite? Bulgarian split squats. Oh yeah, no! I hate those. I hate, but I love them. I haven't done them. Have you do the front the... squat? I hate front squat. Really? I love front squat. I just can't. Well, obviously not in this shirt, but I just I hate I hate that. I hate the way yeah. the bar feels across my shoulders. It's uncomfortable. Mm. Just I'll, I I I will. Goblet squat before I do that. What's your favorite muscle? When you look in the mirror, which one are you? No, like, no, 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 no. You're putting it in a box. Just your favorite muscle. Oh. <laughs> Lats. Not your heart. Oh my god. <laughs> That's mine. Get out of here. That's not what you said. What did I say? You probably said like my glutes. I think or you something said like your quads. Oh, oh quads. quads. Yeah. Mine is lats. You know, I bet I know why. It's because those were your weakest point, but yeah. now that they're your strongest. Yeah, they're, they're they're, they're, it only ever ends up being your favorite muscle is the one that was the hardest to grow or yeah. was you were the most insecure about. 100%. Yep. What is something you eat every single day? Beef jerky. Beef jerky? Cheese jerky? Well, okay. Okay, I'm not gonna say every day. I eat beef jerky six days a week. So not on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, when I'm not at the church. <laughs> 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 days I'm not at the church. <laughs> what? 
Uh, or Quest Bros. Quest Protein Bars. Yeah. I hate those ideas. But don't, not microwaved. What? No, I don't like to microwave yeah, my Quest Bars. Microwaved. They're all telling me, you gotta get the cookies in. The co- I have the chocolate chip cookie dough. Get like the, the big like 14 pack box, whatever, from Sam's. And it's the chocolate chip cookie dough and the cookies and cream one. And they like to put the chocolate chip cookie dough one in the microwave. So good. Interesting. It's not good. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it's not good. It's not. She's lying. Just, if, you get, if you get the oatmeal cookie ones, oh my goodness. Microwaves. Like you know what my 10, favorite cookie seconds. is? Guess. Wait. Yeah, try, try to guess my Snickerdoodle. favorite Snickerdoodle. No. A gingerbread. Wait, no. no I, peanut butter. No, I'm allergic to peanut butter. Yeah. That's right. Dang it. Now it's out there for the world. I'm one of those. I'm allergic to peanut butter. Wait. Oatmeal raisin. I know. I it. love oatmeal raisin cookies. So yeah. you. <laughs> what the heck does that mean? <laughs> oatmeal raisin is so you. They think it's chocolate chip, and then oh, oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Didn't expect that on my. Yeah. Oatmeal raisin's really good. Though. Dude, it oatmeal raisin. A good oatmeal raisin cookie it's is an just like. Cookie. It's just smacks. So good. I also love raisin bran. I'm a, I'm a raisin brand. Do you like raisin brands? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> what is something you do intentionally every day? Pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. Kiss my wife. Yes. Wake up. <sighs> Not every day. We're going to <laughs> do you read or listen to audiobooks? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, not as much as I should. But that's because I don't have Audible anymore because it got too expensive. Yeah, yeah. that is and way then, too expensive. Having time to read, I would. I mean, I'll do an audio book before I actually sit down and actually read a book, yeah. unless it's the Bible. But other than the Bible, it's and then, even then, that's on an app. You know, that's like yeah. my go-to because it it's right. Yeah, because it's right in my pocket. You know, I would love to sit down and like actually like make time to do that. And one day I will get to that point. But to be honest, and it sounds bad. Every minute of my day is pretty much accredited for, and so whenever I do actually like stop, and I'm like I need to get in the word real quick, like because I do it I would say most days I'm not every day, but I do it like I'm good about about five days a week is I'll stop and I'll read a chapter or two in my in my phone. That's been what I've been thinking about doing. After yeah. the, last night, I was like I need dude the U version app, bro. Yeah, the Bible's in your pocket. Because like, I, I translation I every language you every think day. of. If you need a good laugh, just read it in Hawaiian Pigeon. What? <laughs> oh, bro. Is that an actual thing? I'll read you. I'll, I'll show y'all after. You mean for real? It's so funny. Hawaiian Pigeon, bro. It's a language. It's not a translation. But as far as audiobooks go, I like um, uh, like financial books. Like ones like to help you. Like, Rich Dad Poor Dad. Rich Dad Poor Dad is a great one. Uh, religious, not religious, but you would say religious books. Uh, there's one called Dress to Kill by Rick Renner it's fantastic it's uh, teaching you about um, wearing the full armor of God and what that really means in your life you know what what the, the belt of truth and all that is and everything and so helmet of salvation shoes of peace and all that stuff what that really like applicably looks like in your life what's it called? Uh, Dressed to Kill by Rick Renner it is a fantastic book uh, Deep and Wide by Andy Stanley having a wide and deep relationship with God is a is a fantastic one as well. Um, I think it's called Unoffendable. Right, also, yeah, I recommend pretty much anything by Ted Decker. He's like a Christian 
novelist. There's a couple books that I, I'm gonna good. once I read through them, I'm gonna recommend them to you. There's one that's oh. my parents bought for. I always take recommendations. Christian, um, how to how to be live out the walk of Christ through business. Mm-hmm. That I, I I need to read through it, but I'll it's great. give it to you afterwards. Uh, what's your favorite song? Wait, hold on. I bet I can get it's gonna be female. He listens to some good songs. He listens to some. He listens to everything. I do listen to everything. My favorite song. Oh my gosh, that is so hard. Uh, I don't think I have one. I don't think I can name one. Favorite genre. The sound of your son's heartbeat. That's not a song, but yes, it is. It's a great listen. But (laughs) uh, my favorite genre. (laughs) Uh oh. At the moment. It's like UK drill rap. Understandable. UK drill goes Bro, hard. Bro, in the gym. It's got a, it's, it. The one that he listens to, I think, has a very chilly vibe. It does, like, but I like that about yeah. Like I, I will The music I listen to him, his is always really chill. I need fast-paced music. Yeah. I'll rush through my workouts. So I use, I use slower BPMs to slow my pace down. Maybe I should do that. Hack your workouts. You're welcome. <laughs> But big fan of classic rock. Oh no, I do have a favorite song. Okay. I do. It is "Can't Take My Eyes Off of You" by Frankie Valli. I love that song. Have you seen Ten Things I Hate About You"? With um, the old, Heath the old. No. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. The, that is the such a good movie. Oh, it's a. It's oh, it's one of my favorites. Beautiful. I love. Oh that my movie. gosh. As far as rom coms go, uh-huh. it's it, that one's up there for me. What kind of movie genre so, do you like? Uh, I like a little bit of everything. Okay. But mostly, I would say like action adventure movies. Okay. Like the Top Guns together, yeah. the old one and the new one, both take number one for me for different reasons. My second one is Book of Eli, which that is a, oh, that's a good movie. No, I haven't seen that, that one. one that one will wreck no. you. You need to watch that's it. That's a great movie. Post, the, it's like, post-apocalyptic. It's it's, it's, it's so good. It is. It is such so like, Washington. Just wait. Yes. 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 Just whooping butt. On this, it's it's so good. Okay, I'll just make sure I go and spoil. No, 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 I wasn't gonna do anything. It's so. Uh, I'm I'm kidding. If you don't watch it by the next time, my third favorite movie. Okay. My third favorite movie. Yeah, (laughs) is easily um, uh, Batman: The Dark Knight, the greatest superhero movie of all time. Is Batman: The Dark Knight. Heath Ledger as the Joker, Christian Bale as Batman. The best superhero beats anything Marvel has ever put out. By far, beats anything DC has put out really? recently. The best superhero movie of all time is Batman: The Dark Knight. I don't care what you have to say; that is the facts. You have a villain that you just love to see fail, and he's just so psychotic for psychotic sake. Most villains are like, "I have a reason for this. My heart was broken." No, the Joker just wants to watch the world burn, and that is. That's what you want to see, bro. Yeah. Right. So you tell me there's not a single movie out there, hero movie that comes anywhere close to Correct. that. Not a, not no, even not, Endgame. There's no Endgame, Black the, Panther. Endgame, Endgame doesn't make my top five Marvel movies. And really? Endgame makes like a bottom level Marvel movie. For what me. about No Way Home? It's up there, but it's not better than Dark Knight. Do you think No Way Home only is hype? No, there's of the there's of, there is. Let me put it this way: there's not a Marvel movie in my top five movies of all time. What about a Sony? What about the Spider-Man movies? No. What time do you wake up in the mornings? It depends on the day. Oh my yes. god. It's true. I don't have a set time. I no, wake up no, every like that, that. It's just it's like, weird. 
It's, it's funny. You say, you, this is a say the first thing that comes off the top of my head. If I have a class at 5 a.m., I wake up at 4.20. If I have, a, uh, like, my for my ride class at 5.45, I wake up at 5. If I have a client at 5.30, I wake up at five at 4.45. I wake up at 5.45. 4.45. It yeah. just, it, I usually try to wake up 45 minutes before I have to be there. Which I, I think is so, so interesting because... 40 to 45. Because like, I, I don't, I don't know if it's how... You're able to just... You don't wear contacts, right? No. That's probably another reason why. Just wake up and go. Yeah, he just wakes up and go. Like, if, yeah. Like, I can't. I can't do that. I'm I can just, in certain in certain instances. I can wake up and go, but... It's a superpower. Like, I have to have a little bit of, like, sit-down time, chill time to eat. Well, to be honest, I do all of that on an empty stomach. I don't eat before I do anything. Oh, you're, oh you're insane. Gosh. You even teach ride on an empty stomach? Mm-hmm. You're nuts. I have one of these. I can't do it. That Pretty would... Much. Pretty much every morning. Right to eat right before. I hardly ever train on an empty on on a. I, har- I hardly ever train while I have eaten. I can't train without eating. I will. I like. I promise you, I will pass out and not wake up. Like I. It would there, there, there are a good chunk of days where I do, or if I remember to. I mean, there's a few days because I usually I will train and then I will eat afterward. Mm. I like to eat afterward, but and it's usually like a quest bar and then like I have. Like, oh, a quest ball. Yeah. I'm on like a quest some, to like find a ball. Vita breakfast thingies. Oh, those are so good. <laughs> Bless you. You know, but... You got the next one. If you had your own gym, what's your number one addition that you have to have? What do you need? We've talked about this. We what have, is it? It is, a, it is a center platform that is yeah. slightly raised yeah. for everyone to run somebody. If they choose to do it, for everyone to root on their PR and like That's turn awesome. toward them, and it'd be like two feet above everybody else because they're slightly up, but it would be a, like a bench squat deadlift area. It would be all three. Yeah. So what do you do? What happens when somebody goes up for a PR and they fell? Then we can all console them. Yeah. I would definitely like, like. Here's my thing: is that a gym for me? An opening up a gym would mean I've already made it in life and made money. Hardly ever do people open up a gym and actually make money. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty rare. And but like yeah. but like also like open up like a quality like gym. They just they have to they have to charge so much to keep the lights on. They have to charge so much for equipment. Like they ha- like the people who can afford that type of membership is a very niche group of people, and yeah. it, it lowers your demographic. The reason why, and I'll be honest, gyms like Crunch, gyms like TrueFit, gyms especially like Planet Fitness. Are even able to stay in business is because they're banking on people not showing up. Yep. Yeah. Signing up for a membership, forgetting about it, and just collecting the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked now, about now, yeah. now, now, Crunch, you know, True Fit are a whole lot better than like Planet Fitness. They offer more than that. Planet thing. Fitness is a horrible gym. Genius freaking business plan. You Solid. took you took a niche thing that everybody thinks they need to do, which is work out. You dropped the price to where your your you know, your premium membership is 25 bucks a month. Well, people, you know, they throw away 25 bucks a month on anything, yeah. you know. They get pizza and donuts. Yeah. And so what they did was then they took the people who would actually use the equipment they put in there and they ripped them from the equation. There's hardly any free weights, dumbbells that go up to 60. You can't wear a tank top. You can't have a gallon of water. There is, there is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. If you've been to Planet Fitness, 
Yeah. They would you can't. Hate us. I mean, it's all Smith machines. It's all stuff like that. You can't be a lump. You can't be someone who's actually going to use a gym for what a gym is supposed to be for. They ripped people who are going to put wear and tear on their equipment out of the equation completely, thereby cutting costs. Mm-hmm. And we cost crunch money, like big time. We are like we are wear and tear, and they're oh, they're yeah, replace it. We are yeah. making them lose money because yeah. of that. Yeah, and so, but horrible. Here's my thing: if you go there for the gym, uh, it's great. I love that for you. You're you're being active. If you actually consistently go to Planet Fitness. To can, go, get some but the YouTube. business plan of Planet Fitness is not for you. Yeah. If you go to the gym at, consistently at Planet Fitness, you are going against what they open their gyms for. Mm-hmm. Like even the gyms that are like higher on, it the, is on not the price range, a, you're probably going to get way better community. Like the ones that you yeah, were talking like about. Recess. Like there are gyms out there that that are so focused on the community aspect that the, whatever you pay. Whatever you're paying, you're gonna get so much more out of it because oh my gosh, yes. like you're yeah. really gonna like even I would say crunch is definitely one of those at least our crunch mainly yeah, because yeah. our community is just something different. Like you don't just go to what makes a gym is community yeah. and community if not born and bred like ours has over time, you have to you have to put it to a niche and that's why gyms don't make money and so that's why in this case, the gym that I would want to open would be a passion project. You know, mm-hmm. I've already made it. I've got millions to spend on it. I'm not relying it to like I can just pour money into it, pour money into it, pour money into it. It's not gonna break me. You know what I mean? So I would I would deck it out how I want. But it would definitely be like a pretty niche group of people who who I would be able to like if somebody fails a PR, you know, on the platform and they're we're all consoling them and stuff like that, like, Oh man, you got it next time, let's try again. And there are certain people who won't do that. And even then, go against it and tend to slowly kind of bully them about it. They're gone. Revoked yeah. membership. You're not allowed here. This is not the culture for you. You can go down the road to somewhere else. But it would be a very like I said, it would be a passion project. Money's not an object, kind of a thing. Yeah. So cool. I'd love a gym like that. It'd be awesome. And affordable. <laughs> that would be. <laughs> so, last question for this: If you could give anybody honorable mention. Uh-huh. In your life, who would you? Oh my gosh! To? Okay, okay. Honorable mention. Can you give me a criteria for this? Cause like I could think of like a lot of people, like my wife. I would like, but I've like I've mentioned her and how great she is. This whole podcast. Is it like I, somebody who I haven't brought up yet? It could like that kind of a deal. Somebody that has just struck a chord with you. It could be you said it. Somebody you've never even met. That he said somebody. Yeah, somebody he's never met before. You did. Ooh, I'm blanking out. On, you said the guy on TikTok. Yeah. The kid that has, like, grown his... Oh, you did. You are going oh. to the kid that's grown yeah. his business. Yes. Doing oh, what man. you want to do. No. Potentially in the I, future. I love the... Can I give, like, Dio an honorable mention? Yes. For just being the person in the gym who pushes me to be the best I can be every day? Like, that's what he does, you know? And that's just, that's just the kind of, you know, culture that he cultivates is life-giving it's you know it's enthusiastic it's positive it's if you didn't get it let's try again if you did get it let's freaking go you know mm-hmm. and that's rare to find in people especially in meatheads yeah. like him yeah I know. beautiful meatheads look at that man buddy but it's true i mean you just you create a, a very positive thing and i'm not just saying that because you're here and i'm not just saying that because of anything else it's just the truth i mean it was something i wanted to come on the podcast and say anyway but I know you get a lot of props from a lot of people. Can so I? It's can like, I, Ooh, just can I one more is let's all. But no, but seriously, but like even like the stuff you do on TikTok, like staying consistent with that, 
Like that's incredibly impressive. And also trying to stay positive doing that in such a dark thing. Social media is just yeah. dark. People are rude. People want to tear you down, but you're staying consistent with it. And that's really cool. And then also now trying to spread your faith through it and trying to change what you've been doing and having the, the guts to do that and having the, the bravery to do that is, it is top tier and you just don't see that anymore. You just don't. Too many people are just little whiner babies and don't want to change anything because they're scared. Yeah. And if you just live in fear all the time, like, like what would do? What's the deal? Like, yeah. <laughs> like if if you just live and you like you don't chase anything, then you're not living. You're just mm. here. Like you're just, you're just surviving. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're just existing. That's not living. It's the whole thing of everybody dies, but not everybody lives. And what he's doing right now is he's living. You know, and also at the same time, just like braving a long distance relationship. That's not just a long distance relationship, a long distance, you know, being a fiance and trying to pursue like getting married and grow your business to the point to where you can move off and get Mm -hmm. married. Hire this man for freaking PT, dude. Like, I don't know if you're not, what are you doing? You know, if you can afford it and you're not hiring him, you're just an idiot. I make it affordable. I, I, I stand by that. Programs are fun. And I will hype you up a lot. And it gets me get personal. Can we give more honorable mentions? Uh, who else or do that? I need to stop? Like, are we, like, are we done, though? Do you have somebody else? I could probably think of someone. <laughs> <laughs> I could probably think of someone. I feel bad. There's like, there's like, I feel like there should be people I think of, but like, I'm not. Somebody who's like impacted my life? I, is that like the kind of thing? This is so broad. I know. I hate it. Be... Let's say someone in the last three months has done something that you're just like very extremely proud of whether it be something that accomplishment they've done or something that inspired you because of their action oh okay um taryn really yeah dude taryn taryn Bowley. <laughs> oh she does she needs to she, be that girl she may be you can see it sometimes she's scared to go for certain lifts oh yeah she is but she just goes for it, dude. And it, it does it does push me to like work harder in the gym and stuff like that. She... And when she gets like oh like she gets to add like I'd be looking, like like looking at how much weight she's doing and stuff like that. She's killing it, dude. Yeah. I You're I'm killing impressed. Girl. I've she's been... dude, she's crushing. She came she's a hundred percent crushing. She came in with me this summer and she's been yeah. my little buddy through yeah. it all. She and... won't be little anymore. Well then just being, oh. being she's so just like it's she's it's be a slow buddy so many people and they should do this but they do and it's pride and it's mostly dudes but it's not just you know singular to us but they come in and they don't want to listen to what other people have to say they can't be corrected they can't be teachable being teachable is just like dude if you know i hate school but i love learning like you have to be you have to be a learner till the day you die otherwise you just start getting stagnant and you're lukewarm you know you got to stay hot for stuff but taryn is one of those people who you know i came up and i would be like hey here are some tips you don't have to take them you know and I walk up, I'm like, hey, plant your feet, you know, squeeze your glutes, drive through your back, pretend like the bar's not moving and you're pushing yourself down. Yeah. That'll, I mean, the weight throws up, you know. And dude, she, she soaks she soaks up the information oh, and then yeah. she applies it. She wants She'll to put 10-pound plates under her feet so she can reach, you know, because some yeah. of those bitches are tall. They are. Benches. Benches. Some of those benches. <laughs> oh, I thought, no, I heard it. I heard it. It did sound like I said that. <laughs> Some of those benches are tall. I thought we got them. I thought we had them. No. I, I, well, I'm glad that you did, but I, I really but, thought you know, it was. For real though, Taryn and, and just crushing. And then hiring a PT to even take it even further. That's just mad cool. 
Yeah. Plus Jasmine's dope, so. Oh, it's good to see her out in the world now. It is, bro. Yeah. I'm just like. There's so many people right now that I'm like, okay, we've got to soak it in. I've got to soak in like every moment with you guys. I know. I like this one. He's leaving. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) (laughs) He is going to cry when you leave. I'm gonna be extremely sad. But you have to tell I'll us. Quit. You have to. You have to give us like a two week notice. And I've already thought about this oh, because no, no, no. I, if you could, I need just to be leave. able to throw just you. Hit, you give us the old Irish goodbye and just walk out. I am Irish. I could he, do that. He talked about just leaving. Just leaving. There, there have definitely been times where I'm like, that's I could Irish. totally that, that's, just. That's an Irish goodbye. I could totally just like be like, I'm out. Like there, but like I kid you not. I like, will come find you. I will come find you. I have a certain set of skills. <laughs> What? Oh, okay. <laughs> Liam Neeson? Yeah, you can't do that. I feel like we, we could sit here. We could give, I feel like we could sit here and give honorable mentions like all day long. Right. Yeah, all day long. There's so many people, especially like in our gym community. Like she's out here crushing it. I got clients that want to look like her because she's just like working hard and everything in the gym. She's crushing it. I mean, you have uh, um, oh, what's his name? Like okay, the the bald guy who. Casey, his name is Casey. Casey? Casey walks to the gym. He is someone, he literally checks on me every time I'm in the gym. Yeah. Oh, if the, I'm in the there, guy with the tripod right? Yes. Yeah, I'm in there dude. and he's like, how are you? He, he like genuinely wants to know. Like if something's not okay, he'll, I know for a fact if I was not okay and he asked me and I broke, he would sit there and like talk to me and would listen. Yeah. He just, he, he, he's a cool guy. And he works hard. Yeah. He, he, he works, and dude I, works like, hard. Normally... I'm so glad y'all knew who I was talking about. <laughs> Normally, I'd be the I, same I, way. I, I, he's, I've, I've met him before. It's been a long day, dude. All right. Yeah. Okay, no, I have a question. I'm not part of the podcast. Yes, you are. Do you, <laughs> no, did you ever in your life think that you'd be where you are today and appreciate who you've become? Oh, if I could go back and tell myself things, it would definitely be keep your head up. It's going to be okay. But also be freaking buckle up. Freaking buckle up. Because my original school, here's my thing. Here's my original plan coming out of sorry. high school. No. <laughs> She's like, oh, no. Oh, sorry to you. You got a lot of editing to do, I guess. But my original plan coming out of high school was go, because I had, I, I did not have enough credits technically to graduate. I was on a lower graduation plan. So if I want to go to college, I had to go to junior college first, and then I could transfer after two years. Yeah. So my plan was to go to Howard here in, here in San Angelo, get, go to my two years, and then move over to ASU and go for kinesiology and business. And then God was like, eat you're going to Bible school and I was like oh great <laughs> and I went to Bible school and it was fantastic and I came back and I thought honestly I had given up because I wanted to be a PT since high school but not since I was a little kid since I was in high school when I was a little kid I wanted to be a break dancer which is really <laughs> funny but I also wanted to be in the military but I have asthma and they won't take me but that's different like, <laughs> I feel like low key like, like conspiracy theory in me thinks that like the army could cure me of my asthma if they really wanted to but they're just being stingy and I'm like I have asthma and they're like oh that sucks you know, like, but anyway, God called me to go to CFNI. I went to CFNI. I did a year and a half. When my buddy died, I came home. I was done after that semester. I got to preach in front of the whole school. It was really cool. Anyway, now I'm back. I always knew I wanted to do stuff with youth ministry. I always knew I wanted to be a youth pastor. Now that I'm walking into that, it's crazy cool. So now I'm doing like youth pastor and being a personal trainer. It's like life is crazy. And I'm married about to have two kids. If you had told me when I was 18 that at 24, this was all happening, I'd have punched you in the mouth. Because yeah. I was also really angry at the time. So <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't really fully gotten through that yet. 
There's a couple of doors that hadn't been hit yet. But <laughs> a couple of doors that needed a wall <laughs> to dent into. Yeah. But yeah. But here's the thing is that people tell me I'm super joyful and that joyful had to come from somewhere and it's pain and Jesus turned that pain into joy. And that's just, I've been through some crap and everybody has. And that's the whole reason that I love the fact that you're making this podcast. Yeah. Give people a platform to talk about it. Oh, well, you and I had a conversation about this. You were one of the main people that really, I don't know, pushed the ball over the hill for me to do this. Because I remember you came and talked to me and you were like, what are you thinking about? Or something along those contexts. And I was like, I want to start a podcast. And you were like, why? Or like... Like, do it. It, we yeah we got into the conversation of it and you and I stood there and we were looking. I probably at, said why haven't you yet? <laughs> we were standing there and we were like looking over everybody at the gym, and we were just talking about like every single person in here has something completely different going on. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's I'm gonna do it. That's why people need to talk to people more. Yeah. I mean, look like, at all the connections, like, like everything that's going dude, on. For real. Yeah. Like the fact that I know her husband from back in the day. Like back when I was a child, yeah. like yeah. living like like pre RV, so I was like six or seven back in then. This whole the, the whole this entire podcast is based on connection. Yeah. And just conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. Just it, a connection. Now. Yeah. It's amazing what the right community will do. You have to have community. Community yeah. is too dang powerful. Church community, gym community, find somewhere where you can thrive and you feel welcomed and loved. It's too important. Beautiful. I'm done. It's beautiful. I swear. <laughs> My closing statement is going to be one last question for you. Yeah. <laughs> what is your best advice? If you could give advice to anybody oh right my now, what gosh. is your best advice? Oh my gosh. I, I actually kind of already said it. It would be find like-minded people. Yeah. And if you're not in a group of like-minded people, then you need to get out because they're dragging you down. Find people that do. Also, go to church. Get plugged into a church that believes in the Bible. And that is loving people. Yeah. Mm. That plain and simple. Jesus loved. Now we need to love. Beautiful. That, that, that's it. Just love people, man. All right, you guys. Thank you for listening to our almost four-hour episode, <laughs> which is broken into two episodes. I hope you listen to part one, or else part two makes no sense. <laughs> Do for real. Make sure you like, download, and subscribe. And share it. And share. And you can find me on Instagram at WSTNCLRK. It's just my name without vowels. And then WSTNFT for Weston Fit. That's my fitness page. Sign up for personal training. Oh, yeah. And at crunch between 5 a.m. and 9 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Have a beautiful day. Thank Bye. you so much for having me.